Hey friends, welcome back to the podcast. I'm Evelyn. I'm Anne-Marie. And I'm Olivia. And um, this is actually our first time back in the studio in over a month, so we're excited to be back recording some more content for you guys. And um, yeah, this is going to be, this episode is going to be part one of a two-part little mini-series on relationships. So today we're going to be talking about more family and friend relationships, and then uh, stay tuned for our part two on more guy relationships um, that will be coming out in a couple weeks. So with a special guest. On oh that yes, one. with a very special. Stay guest. tuned, and that is going to be a really fun one. So we just wanted to kick off this episode with some life updates because we haven't done that in a while, and also um, it's 2022. We haven't even recorded in the year 2022. So we are, at least Amory and I, are back in school. Olivia is hitting the ground running with her job. So, I mean, is there much to catch up on? I guess I can start. I um, got a question from a listener, our grandmother, and she wanted to know an update on my car because I did share a long time ago (laughs) (laughs) um, a story about my car and it ends kind of... uh, not very dramatically. Uh, the light never came back on. If you remember, we had to take my car in. I was without a car for a while. The light never came back on, and so I'm still driving it, and that's where we're at right now. I love it. So I do have a car, which is great. And yes, like Evelyn mentioned, um, right now is my quote-unquote busy season, as we call it in the accounting world. So I am working a lot more hours than usual, and so I'm a little tired. And I work on weekends, which isn't the most fun, but um, it's been good. And I'm glad it's 2022, but January is always kind of a blah month, I feel like. I hate uh, January. Like, <laughs> nothing against it, but it just kind of drags. And even though I'm still in my busy season, so my busy season started when we got back from Christmas. And even though I'm still in it right now and it's February, there's just some light at the end of the tunnel and February is just more fun because at least there's Valentine's Day and it the days are starting to be a little more like a little bit more sunlight each day, which is nice. Um, so yeah, honestly, my life has consisted of a lot of work and trying to make time for Micah and friends um, in between. So there isn't too much to update on. Um, We are still loving Chattanooga and getting more involved with our church and meeting more couple friends, which is really fun. We went over the other week to like a couple that's in our small group, but we hadn't hung out with them one-on-one before together. And that's just really fun because we're both new to Chattanooga, so it's not like we have established relationships here. And it's been fun to meet new people and just for me to have more like girlfriends to hang out with and then also for us to have friends as married couples, um, married couple friends is really fun because finding a guy and a girl that you and your spouse also get along with can be hard sometimes. So community's hard. Learn, hey, learn freaking men to that. Learning that. <laughs> but yeah, how has it been going back to college for your second <laughs> semester, your junior year, Amory, and your freshman year, Evie? You wanna go? Should we share? Go. So coming back this semester. We hold back nothing on this podcast. Uh, yeah, I know, I know. No secrets here. Um, 
Also, so sorry if I am sniffing a lot or something. I'm very congested, so. This is funny because we're recording two episodes in a day. It's going to sound like Evelyn's been sick for a month based on when these are coming out. Um, we promise. She's yeah, okay. I'm okay. <laughs> By the time if you're listening to this, she's great. Yeah. If you're concerned when you listen to part two and she's still sounding bad, it's, it's okay. Okay, so me and Amory both decided to rush coming into our second semester. Yeah, explain that process because it's confusing. So at our school, it's a little different than your normal like rush in the fall. Um, we don't really call them sororities and fraternities as much. Because they're, they're not. They're Because they're not. <laughs> they're not nationally recognized. They're only. They're fake. No, I'm just kidding. They're specific to Lee. And they're called Greek clubs, but you, or sorry, I, as a freshman, cannot rush until I have been at Lee for a semester. And so this was my first opportunity to, and so I decided I wanted to. Amory, junior, second semester, decided to as well because you can rush any semester you want. Yeah, so they do it in the fall and spring. Yes, yeah, so two twice a year. Brushes. Um, so that was really nice, just not having to do that first semester and getting to do it second semester. Second semester. Um, so that was a little nerve-wracking right off the bat. You know, you have an interview and that kind of stuff, and then you just have to wait for like a week. Um, literally the worst week of my life was – I was so nervous about it. I'm yeah. sure Amory was not as much because – I didn't I didn't really care either way. Just being a junior, I was like, whatever, if I don't get it and like my life continues on as – and like you just wanted it more than I did. I kind of was just like, what the heck? Like try new things. Just go for it. So I didn't really care. But it, there, it was just – it was a lot. Like I was also nervous because I knew that it would determine what my semester would look like. Well, yeah, no, that was nerve-wracking because I was very scared I wouldn't – my like I wouldn't have time for school and stuff yeah so that's why I was kind of like ah like because people were asking me like are you excited for the semester and I was like well I don't really know what's going to look like if I get it or not because they take a small amount of people and so we both got in um which is like pretty cool because I don't know how many people actually rush probably 30 to 40 yeah and there was 16 that they took um so it was cool also that we're just like sisters like stuff um and then you like go through they call it induction but it's initiation basically it's like what they would call it other schools initiation it's like the weekend so but it starts on thursday so thursday i wouldn't not even say night it was more like thursday afternoon afternoon yeah um you find out if you're in or not and then that's when everything starts you basically don't come home till sunday afternoon which is when I came the worst system ever (laughs) so it's pretty long weekend um I made it through the whole weekend I did not (laughs) I left Saturday morning I decided that this was not something I wanted to be a part of for a lot of different reasons we don't have to go into that but like it was ultimately not the community I wanted to be a part of and she wasn't a fan of some things going on so I was like you know what this isn't for me um so she left me I left. I was like, I, that, okay but like that was so hard like I don't think anybody can understand like the only thing keeping me there as long as I was there was like okay like Evelyn's here like you know just the whole like being there for my sister thing that was that was difficult we were both emotional wrecks the whole yeah. weekend it was so bad so she left and I was like okay this is the best decision of my life <laughs> I was like, this is going to be my thing. Like, and that's what she, I was like, okay, that's fine. 
I was having my doubts and I had had my doubts like the night before and stuff, but I was like, I can make it through. I'm str- I'm strong enough. And like, I did obviously make it through. Um, well, okay. Let's preface this. It doesn't mean, cause I'm not, I'm not saying no, it's just about sorry. me because we had other girls leave. Um, yeah. We weren't the only, or I wasn't the only one that left. Um, it was, it's not like I could have like finished the weekend, but it was kind of just like a why at that point. Yeah. Like, yeah. Why the heck would I do that? Like if you knew you weren't going to go through with it, then yeah. Yeah. Might as well. Yeah. Leave and it. also I don't think my, uh, my poor tear ducts couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> Olivia can vouch. She saw me later that night after I yes, left. So Amory, I looked horrible. <laughs> I found out that she had left and I, so the girls didn't have cell phone service. And so I've been trying to like track them or whatever, but couldn't track you guys. Cause you didn't, your phones didn't have service. Yeah. And mom let me know that morning that you had decided to leave. And so I reached out to see if you wanted to come over for dinner because one, I assumed like you might want to talk. And also, it might be nice. Boy, did I. <laughs> and so she comes over, and I've just never seen – it was really sad because I've never seen Anne-Marie, like, so exhausted. But also, Micah even was like, oh, I could tell she'd been crying, which I first saw, you know, I was like, oh, she's just exhausted. But, like, you were emotionally exhausted, Oh, I had been too. crying for, like, 15 hours straight, so and my it, eyes like, were puffy. Like, as an older, older sister, I was like, my babies. No, I know. That's why it was hard the whole weekend, like – when I think we would get upset when we saw each other upset because that's just upsetting to see like your sibling that you're close to when if they start crying or if you feel like somebody's like hurting them I'm like uh-uh no yeah <laughs> so but yeah so I left I got back Sunday and I was like okay yeah like moving on like that kind of stuff but then I just kept how getting- tired were you at- on Sunday oh I was how um, many how many cumulative hours do you think you got of sleep over I probably three nights? Got over three okay, third night I got a good amount of sleep. That's good. But the first two nights I probably got a cumulative of like maybe three and a half hours. Like I didn't get any sleep the first night and the second night. Yeah, we didn't maybe sleep. Maybe three to four night. hours the second night. Yeah. Um third night I slept really hard. But I got back and then I just had been thinking about it and I was FaceTiming mom and dad a lot and I was just I was just so like, I don't think this is right. Like, I don't think this is what I'm supposed to do kind of thing. And I I left. I stepped away from it the following Tuesday. I don't know. It was a very exhausting period. Like, it was a very exhausting start to the semester and very happy with my decision. But also, like, of course it's hard because there's all these people and I'm still seeing these people that, like, I mean, it's, a, it's not a very huge, big campus, so, like, I see them, and it's like, oh, oh, hey, but... A little awkward. A little awkward, but it was definitely the right decision for me, and I know Amen. it was definitely the right decision for you, and... No. I just want to say, I didn't sway you in your decision no, at, not all. at all. We not were kind all. of both feeling the same way, and then, but I had to be okay with letting you just, like, make your decision, supporting you in that, because I was like, as much as I want to tell her, like, uh-uh, nope, you're not going to, you're going to yeah. leave. So, that was... That was honestly the worst way to start. It's kind of a sucky start to the semester because there's just no part of it that was really good. So like besides the fact that we we learned some yeah lessons maybe, but like yeah, it was just it was an exhausting start to the semester. And and after I just wanted to go home, (laughs) which we did. We did. We went home home. um, the next weekend. um, Just. I think we were both really needing to go home. Yeah. And um, Olivia can explain about what Stepsing is, but Stepsing was happening. Um, 
You can explain that since you went there. Okay, so Sanford, which is where I went for college, um, has this, I would explain it as like a singing and dancing competition. Show choir-esque? Kind, yeah, kind of. Um, But all the Greek clubs, most of the Greek clubs, um, so fraternities, sororities, and then there are independent groups. So if you're not in a sorority or fraternity, you can join those groups. And then there are freshman groups too. So a bunch of different groups that you can join. So I was in it for two years when I was at Sanford. And basically when you get back from Christmas break, the first three weeks campus is shut down and everyone is practicing for step sync. So you have practices every day. Um, You sing, like I said, you sing and dance at the same time. You have some sort of creative theme. So for example, my first year that I was in it, I was a reindeer. And then my second year I was in it, I was an exterminator. So they're very (laughs) creative things. People can be like, like we were reindeer. So people are animals, people are different occupations or just different like ideas of like a personality or something like that. So um, it's really, really fun to watch. And it happened to be the weekend that the girls went home. So that's what they're yeah. referring to as watching. We were trying to figure out how many step scenes we have been to because we started going to them before you were even at Sanford. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a pretty big thing in Birmingham. It is. And just, yeah. I it, feel like a lot of people do know about it. Yeah, it always, big thing. always sells out, I'm, I feel like. Um, oh, yeah. And it's a really fun thing to be a part of as a student. But I didn't get in. Funny story. I didn't get in. (laughs) Funny now. I didn't get into a show my freshman year because it's really competitive your freshman year as a girl because Stanford is very girl heavy and they have two freshman shows. And so if your sorority, which a lot do not, if your sorority does not um, have freshmen in their show, then those are your only options for being in a show if you are in a sorority, basically, because there are independent groups but you can only be in those if you're not in a sorority so basically I was in a sorority but my sorority also did not have freshmen in their group and so I had to put my name in and it's a random like random generalized oh it's random really yes Hmm. so you apply or put your name in for these two freshman groups and then you just randomly get chosen and there are a lot of girls that don't because I think there were like 400 freshman girls or something that wanted to get in the show and you only take like less than 200. Hmm? This, they, it's like less than 200, but you right? Take. they take. Oh yeah. No, it's even less. I think there's 75 or something per show. Yeah. So 150. Yeah. So it's not even, it wasn't even half of, and I was really, it was really hard because like I mentioned, campus was shut down. Oh yeah. And so I was so lonely. I did end up getting really close with one girl freshman year because of that so that was cool but it was very lonely and being a part of it was so much fun but it also was very time consuming so there are pros and cons it's a lot of work but honestly what so Evelyn actually went to it in person over the weekend I just streamed it online but I was just like watching and I was like this is so fun like I wish not even so I could be a part of it like that'd be cool but like I wish we had something like that just to go see because it literally it's just so fun. It's, it's funny, hard to explain. It's just entertaining. But yeah. yeah, they live stream it now. They didn't used to do that. And so I was able to watch it here um, over a couple nights because there are four performances, like four different shows. So um, we watched part of it um, the Thursday, so the first show, and then the other part of it Saturday night, which is like the final night. And they announced the winners the and awards. everything. So 
Um, it's a lot of fun. But yeah, no, it was it was a good weekend at home. Felt too short for sure. I don't know why it felt so short. I think because we get in like Friday night and then Saturday, like Daniel had a basketball game we were at. You went to see the show. I watched it online and that was really Saturday. And then like, you know, Sunday you get up and leave after lunch. It's kind of just quick. Weekends are too quick. Agreed. (laughs) How are your classes this semester? Uh, same old same old yeah I'm actually taking a marriage and family class um I'm a psychology minor so that's kind of a nice break from learning about disease processes um I took a marriage and family class in college as well just for fun because I needed an extra like I think it was like a one credit class and I needed something Uh, well mine is three credits so I'm just (laughs) maybe maybe it was I don't remember what it was but it was a class that I had to pick like an elective in this area and that was one of the options and it was really nice to not do accounting in one of my yeah, classes. Yeah it's just like a nice break. I like the psychology stuff and um, we get to, we're just it's online um, it's only for seven weeks so I'll be done with it actually in a few weeks which is really nice. Um, it's kind of making me not want to get married I'm gonna be really honest. I'm like this sounds like a lot of work I don't want to do this. <laughs> like all these books and I'm just like oh my goodness um, but it's a blast. Uh, my other classes are, they're fine. I haven't really gotten, I mean, this next week of mine is actually crazy. I will have between my clinical days and um, a simulation that I have, uh, those all combined, it'll be over 28 hours next week alone. So wow, I'm going to die next week, but yeah, we're just, we're in a cruise. We're One day cruise at a time. through February. January is, like we were saying, January is so long. I mean, it is actually longer than February, but it just felt so long. I thought it was never going to end. I just forgot the first, like, 12 days I was at home. I, I feel February, like yeah. I've been at school forever. It feels so long. We just finished our fourth week, though, at school. Halfway to spring break. Amen. Just got to get through February and it's spring break. Okay, so... Kind of going back to us talking about our weekend, about sister kind of relationships, <laughs> like family relationships. Speaking of sisterhood. Speaking of sisterhood. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like what – I'm just kind of interested to hear about our dynamic as sisters and having relationships, how that's changed over the years, and also like now being at college together and that kind of thing. Yeah. I don't really know where we want to go with it, but our perceptions are all probably a little bit different. Yeah. Of like how we grew up. I think overall we can say like, yeah, some of us may not have been as close when we were younger, but like if we like take a step back and not necessarily compare to other people, but we're just like looking at the big picture, you're like, actually like we're a pretty close family. Um, well, I think not even comparatively, but now that we're more exposed to other people's relationships, cause there are all different types of family dynamics now that we have, you know, gotten older, met more people, hear about their family experiences, I think we look back and are very grateful for what we experienced as kids and even now, like, as young adults. Um, When I think back on if we're just talking sister relationships, I think that when we were, you know, home under our parents' roof, I definitely feel like I saw my role as more of like, not that I'm saying I did this well or perfectly, just like I felt like there was more of a, 
I'm the older sister. These are my younger sisters where now I feel like I don't feel like that's as much the case because as you get older, age is not as big of a like factor. I don't I don't feel like because like I have friends that are a few years younger than me now. And so they're basically Anne Marie's age. And so that just feels like, oh, they're just my friend. Like, I don't think about, oh, they're this age of my younger sister. So I see them as a little like a younger sister. Um, so I think that that's interesting, but I don't know what y'all would say if you like felt your like placement in our family affect like how you related to me or how you related to like younger siblings. Yeah. I mean, I think it's interesting because like, obviously we all have different experiences. Like you had three younger siblings. Um, but I have, I have one older sibling, two younger siblings, and Evelyn has two older siblings and one younger sibling. So Evelyn and I are kind of in a unique situation where we're both an oldest and a youngest. Like, or a young, not an oldest, an older and a younger. Mm-hmm. Sorry, wrong grammar. Um, obviously, I guess I'm more of an older since I have... I feel like I have always leaned more towards, like, acting like an older sibling. Because I could have gone a few ways. I'm a typical middle child as well. Um, my middle children out there can relate to that. There's just a very specific type, and we act like it... Um, we like want to be the center of attention, but also at the same time, we don't want to be the center of attention. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of weird. I, I feel like so. Olivia and I used to share a room when we were mm-hmm. younger um, for actually quite a while. I, mean, I don't even know how long that was. But. Uh, I mean, we shared a room from the time we moved into the house. Yeah. Mom and Dad's probably over in. ten years. Yeah, I would think a long time. Um, I wouldn't say we like necessarily like we weren't buddy buddy by any means, but also we, we look back do at things together. Yes, like yeah. I look back at home videos, like when we were home over Christmas, we were watching videos and we're like dancing together. It wasn't like we were like constantly yeah. fighting, but I do think because we were so close in age, and for a while it was just like us, and then Evelyn did come along, but she was the baby until Daniel came along. And so for a while, it was just us, and we did share a room, and so we spent a lot of time together, and we were the closest in age. So that just causes a lot yeah. of tension when you're younger. Yeah, and I think as you got more into, like, middle school, um, which then we weren't sharing a room for that much longer, but the dynamic changed just a little bit because, like, you're, that was just, like, a different maturity level than, like, me, who was, even though we're not that far apart in age, just, like, school-wise and stuff so I just kind of like the last few years we probably shared a room I just like you were just kind of like there (laughs) like I just don't really like have a recollection of like much of a relationship not like in a bad way it just was like we just I kind of lived in my own world I'm not gonna be like yeah I'm not not gonna lie I was just vibing rearranging my room every two weeks uh I don't know that gave me a weird sense of control it's probably an issue that needs to be discussed but um, and then in terms of like my younger my younger sibs, um, Evelyn and I I think we only ever did things together. Um, I wanna if I don't think we it was like me and you together alone ever really did played much. It was really just like if Olivia was gonna like be there or Sarah Kate, Kate our cousin, yeah. if like like we would all do things together. Um, but we, ne- it was never just really, we always, me. we always, we needed, might try, we always needed someone else we might've tried to, but it probably just didn't go well because I wanted to be an older sibling and a little bit bossy, I guess. And Evelyn was not about to have that. Um, <laughs> and which like, it's fine. I, 
not saying like you were. Yeah. We were both very annoying, I'm very sure. Um, but I will say as probably, I mean, you can say, speak more to this, but like as I got into like high school, you got into middle school, um, and because Olivia um, graduated, when I was when graduated from high school. I think I was in like ninth grade. I was in seventh grade. So I still had like a good bit of high school left, and you were out of the house, and so it was kind of like I became the older sibling, and um, Evelyn and I just started getting along a little bit more. I think because we both have matured, and I think Evelyn and I see. Here's what I here's my theory. I think Olivia and I are very similar in personality. We're very. I mean, we're all type A. But I think me and you are very, like, orderly, perfectionist, type A, just very similar in a lot of ways, which is why I think we, like, would struggle to get along because we were, like, it was a power struggle. Um, <laughs> and then I think Evelyn and I are, are so different that we just started getting along because, like, we didn't really have anything to argue about. It's like, like, she didn't try to – I just struggle because I don't like people trying to boss me around. And so, I, I mean, you obviously didn't boss me around. I wouldn't, wouldn't have let that happen. <laughs> There was never, like, a power struggle. Like, we would, like, fight no. about, like, stupid stuff. But, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I think we were just, like, different enough. And we still are different that we just kind of let each other vibe. But, we, I mean, we have – we all have very similar interests just because we all grew up basically the same. Do um, you feel like yeah. – do you still feel very much like you're an older sibling and I'm the younger sibling? Because I've always – I've always felt like – the baby yeah except because also i never felt like an older sibling to daniel because we shared a room so we would like i almost said like hang out like we wouldn't hang out we just like play together yeah. until You're more like friends yeah it's more like friends until until i moved out like we got older but i still never really felt like i was his old like i was like oh, i'm your older sister like bossy and stuff yeah but i definitely always felt like i always felt like the baby i feel like once i got into college i I don't know. It was like interesting, like hearing you talk about like the weekend, how you were like feeling protective and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that was. But that's when I'm we were not very saying vulnerable. that was new for me, but like I didn't realize that I still, because I I don't know. I didn't want to be. I didn't want to be that kid that like. <laughs> this is so bad, but I didn't really want to seem like I liked my siblings like that much because I was like, no, nah, like that's not cool. When you're a kid, like you know, it's not cool. Um, but, you know, not that it should be like that. And so I I don't know. I've, I've always felt protective, but I just never really, like, let that be known because I'm like, that's not cool. I don't want them to know I care that much. Um, but, yeah, no, the, the weekend of initiation was super hard for me because you couldn't have handled anything on your own or anything, but it was just, like, the protective older sister in me was like, oh, good God. Like, it was just so hard to, like, see you upset and I felt – I still, like, struggle because I'm, like, regretting, like, oh, my gosh, like, I should have, like, done something to, like, yeah. save us from that situation because I feel like that was, like, my job because um, I'm, like, not supposed to let you, like, go through things you know, like that. Like, until then, I was, like, it just – we just kind of have been playing on the same field. Like, yeah. there was no, like, yeah. older, younger dynamic really going on. And then I was, like, whoa. Yeah, especially lately. Like, once we got – more into high school and then college because we definitely got a lot closer. There's kind of a weird time where when <laughs> everybody was at home except for me where I didn't feel as close to anybody because Olivia was home um, doing her master's and you were still in high school and I was the only one away from home. Uh, but then now that especially we're at the same school, 
that's created a whole nother thing because now we can like we can relate about I mean just things surrounding school yeah, yeah. I mean your bond is now not just oh that's my sister but now we share the same school that we go to outside of yeah. your high school but like you both chose to go to this college together yeah. which like I think it's super fun I because as a freshman I didn't like I didn't have anybody and knew nobody and all these people just seem to have somebody have family or something like that and so now I'm finally like oh I get to experience what this is like like just yeah. having like a built-in person because I don't want to bother my friends be like hey like come target with me I don't want to go alone but I'll be like Evelyn I'm gonna go to target like you can come with me <laughs> that's pretty much how it happens like we got cookout milkshakes last night because after we went to the calf I was like I really want a milkshake and she's like well let's go to cookout I was like perfect it's a lot better than me going to cookout by myself that's a little sad no, that's so fun. I <laughs> would have loved to have a sibling at school now that I think about it, just because you're right. Like, you can, you, I don't know. It's just e- sibling friendships are, can be even deeper than friend friendships because it's like, not only are you my friend, but also you are family. So you're not going anywhere. And we always have yeah. a tie. Well, like, I was going to say, it's, I'm kind of getting that vibe between, me and my roommate, like, I feel like if I just need to go run an errand, like, here, come with me. Like, yeah. I'm getting the same, like, eating dinner. Like, we literally eat every meal together just because it's just. And I joined them. Yeah. Because I have no friends. But I also just, like, <laughs> you know, it's, you got to reach out to someone. But, like, she's always there. Like, we do spend a lot of time in our room together and stuff. And so it's, like, we're kind of developing past, like, just, like, the friendship and more of, like, the family ship, like, yeah. kind of thing. Well, you're very blessed in that. I think, like, her personality and y'all are just very both like kind of more go with the flow and y'all are very chill and like even like hearing the way you interact is because the way I like talk to y'all is different than the way I like talk to even like still sometimes like some close friends I just like talk differently um have a still a little bit more of like more of a filter which is a good thing but like (laughs) more of a filter probably a little bit more of like a wall put up um but I'm talking to y'all I'm just like hold nothing back because no matter what you're stuck with me so yeah that stinks <laughs> I think that that is a reason also why family relationships can be really hard because most people probably don't hold anything back with their family and you I think you always treat the people closest to you the worst they like, see the worst they you. see the yeah. worst mm-hmm. and that's really sad but that's just the truth of it and so well, that just comes with, like, living with people. Like, I was reading in my uh, marriage and family book. Um, it was just talking about, um, like, when you're married, like, the person you're going to hurt the most is your spouse because they're just the person that you're around the most that you're experiencing more of life with. So, like, that's just, like, the nature and, of it. Right. And in a marriage, it's like you and, – and in your family, you you do deep down care what your family thinks. You do deep down – care what your spouse thinks and so if they they have that like we in our counseling before in our like premarital counseling we um had the person doing our counseling say that like Micah you have the ability to build Olivia up or you have the ability to like tear her down because he like his words hold so much weight or like how he treats me holds so much weight And it's just, it's pretty much the same with your family oh, because like, especially definitely. because they know how to push your buttons. Like yes. they know how to tear you down like no other person. Could. Right. Cause I mean, they, you're, they know your insecurities. Like yeah. they know, um, I mean, I think they I, know how you feel like, like we could talk about love languages in a second, but like 
they know more in a marriage, so like what your love language is, so they know how to not do that if they wanted to purposely like hurt you, get back at you, whatever. Yeah. I feel like my family relationships are honestly like better now that I'm in college and not at home. Um, I think that you just like grow to appreciate them more, but even just like relationship with parents and the relationship with siblings is very different. Which is like sad because I wish I would have like enjoyed more of that like when I was home and when they're always there. Um, but you know, that's just how life goes. You learn lessons. <laughs> yeah, I think um, that yeah. going into like parental, so like child parent yeah. relationships that I think all of us have experienced are like looking back and realizing, wow, we had it really good. And I'm the same way. I wish that I had realized, you know, the time when you're home and always under your parents, like, authority sure when you're there you're not loving it all the time but once you're outside of their home and not really under their roof anymore you miss it a lot I feel like but it's also like feel guilty is like oh I need to have these perfect relationships with my parents like kind of thing like I mean I have great relationships with my parents but I'm saying like I had a lot of siblings so like those relationships just naturally came like for you know that kind of thing but then like once it was just like me and Daniel. So there was a even like parents who you were evenly matched. Yeah, for the parents children ratio. I was like, oh, and so then like it was easier to develop those friendships. Friendships. <laughs> sure, it's a friendship, yeah, but like a relationship yeah. because it's like my two sisters are gone. So well, like speaking of like friendships, I think that's another reason I've enjoyed the stage of life more in regards to like my relationship with my parents because it's more of a friendship. Because I mean, at this point, like I'm 21, I'm an adult. And I mean, yes, I still like love and respect them, but like, you know, it's just a very different dynamic um, than when you're at home. Um, There's a lot less like tension because they're not like trying to tell you necessarily what to do. They're just like there to like basically be a friend. I mean, give advice, whatever. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's something like I could have probably like had a little bit more in high school, but like you don't really need that when you're super young. (laughs) Yeah. You need them to be a parent, not a friend. But I think it's a lot more fun when there are when they are friends when you're older yeah and it's I mean it's the perfect balance between they are acting as a friend but they've also seen you grow up and so they know you like the best that they could because they've seen you at every stage of life and I think that that also means that they can you can still look to them for wisdom and they're not like a peer giving you wisdom it's like okay this is someone that's been around the block in a good way and has maybe gone through something and they can and I actually want to hear what they have to say, but ultimately I still get to make my decision. Yeah. So I feel like it's good because it's like a sounding board, but at the end of the day, you're still an adult too, so you're going to make whatever decision you think. But I feel like mom and dad now act as a role of like, let me process this with you, and I know you're not going to judge me or like and you're not going to make the decision for me, which we've talked about before. Yeah. Like that can be hard. <laughs> but I think that that also it's good because – you have the freedom to say what you think and they can share theirs or they can just listen. And um, it's not like a friendship where you're still trying to build trust or whatever because, like, we have that with our parents. Now, some people I know might not, but I think that that's, for us personally, the experience. I mean, we talked about this in the podcast with mom because, like, when, like, mom wasn't going to tell you, like, what to do, Anne-Marie, but... You're like, you're like, just tell me what to do. But it's like, yeah, I want her to make a decision for me. I mean, that was the same thing for me last or two weeks ago. I was yeah. just like so distraught because Which high school me would have not really necessarily been like that. It would have been like, you know, like I'm like, 
like, don't tell me what to do. Like, I'm going to like, yeah. you know, but now I'm like, I don't want to make a decision. <laughs> so it's just like, it's just like the dynamic so different. And it's even just for me, it's only been a little over six months or maybe six months since I've left home. And it's like the dynamic will yeah. change even. But that like, much. that's healthy. Again, I'm going to go back. Sorry. I did my assignments this morning. So I'm really on the marriage and family kick, but it was like talking about because um, the verse when it's talking about like man shall leave his father and mother whatever so it's talking about like the leaving thing and how our culture doesn't do like a super good job all the time of like preparing kids for that leaving mm-hmm. and you know because there's no especially just really American culture and other cultures have kind of a set ritual ritual sorry from like being like a what's it called a youth a ute um, <laughs> into like adulthood but there's no like all right, like now you're an adult. And so people either go to the extreme. It's called, listen, my professor would be so proud of me right now. You know, there's an enmesh, enmeshment and um, what's the other one? Shoot. So proud. So no, proud. <laughs> um, but basically like um, a family that like enmeshed, like you don't have like a personality outside of your, like you don't have an individual personality within your family. Y'all are all just kind of like one I remember little, learning about this. a little yep. too close that's basically that one and the other one I forget disengagement that's the other one so like where it's kind of the complete opposite where you just kind of living like the other people in the family don't exist two extremes um I would say I mean tooting our own horns for our family I think we have a really good balance I think we definitely lean more towards like being close not in a bad way. I don't think that's bad. This book made it sound like that was going to be bad, but I think being close is great. And I don't know. I think we had a good balance of like our parents letting us like make our mistakes and like mess up and not being like, they weren't helicopter parents for sure. Um, it's kind of hard when you have four kids to be a helicopter parent anyway, <laughs> but I think they could dig it. did a good job of kind of like letting us be independent since we are very naturally all pretty independent. Um, But at the same time, like still giving us like some guidance and when, when it was needed, but not to the point, I mean, they weren't ignoring us. Well, not intentionally. (laughs) (laughs) Mom's going to love it. I just think, I just think that's like, it's just interesting. How? Families. Families are interesting. Families are really interesting. I feel like we could talk a whole This makes episode. parenting just look <laughs> so much harder. <laughs> it is hard. I think, I don't know, I just like look back and I have like really fond memories of like when we're all a family like doing things. Mostly it's traveling. Like we've talked about our road trips and stuff like that. Um, I think we're on our best behavior when we're traveling because we're all like at our happiest when we're traveling. Um, but it's just, like, it's so fun. Now I like anybody else. Because people all the time say, tell us, like, oh, I could never. Because we drive basically everywhere. Like, I could never be in a car for that long with my family. You know, we'll be gone for two weeks. We'll log, like, 70-plus hours on the road. Like, that's a lot of time in the car together. <laughs> but, like, if you have to do it, you will do it. It's just. You got to get a couple under your belt, like, build up. Yeah. It'll... Not to say, like, no arguments ever happen. Oh. But there's usually we just kind of stuff like, happens it will and it just it's not important it all comes down to selfishness mm. pride and pride pride, pride. Yeah. you know the trunk of the tree okay yes well i'm just saying like <laughs> pride is the you know the tree but then there's a branch of selfishness <laughs> um, and we're all hanging from it 
felt like it. Oh, gosh. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I think we can... That's basically family relationships. I, Not unfortunately, but, like, kind of unfortunately. We can't speak to, like, strained family relationships and, like, how that looks like because I, I mean, I think for the most part, comparatively, we all have, like, pretty good family relationships, parent relationships. Yeah, but yeah. definitely recognize that that's not always the case for people. Right. So I think we'll segue now into Friends. friendships because oh, I think, boy. like Amory was saying, if it's only your family, you need, like, outside community outside of your family because maybe you don't have the greatest relationships within your family and you need those people outside of your family to be that community for you. And I think it's good, even if you do have healthy relationships. Yeah, it's just important. Yeah, it's just, friendships um, are just very, very important relationships. And, and they're so fun. Like, Yes, <laughs> they are very fun. They can be. They can be hard too, yeah. <laughs> um, in different ways, I feel like, because again, you don't have that family tie and it's, you know, there's things as such as friend breakups, as they like to call them. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I guess we could talk about what makes a good friend. Like, what are qualities mm. in a friend that you look for personally? Um, and then you could flip it and say how you think you are a good friend and ways you could improve. Well, I'll start because this is a big one I've been thinking about a lot lately that I really struggle with, especially being in college and trying to make friends, um, is I really need people that, like, are dependable because that's a trait that people have always said, like, I'm super dependable, like, very loyal, like, you know, yeah, just, I mean, yeah, there's nothing to expound on with that. But <laughs> um, I just struggle because I feel like it's hard for me to depend on other people because they're not super dependable, whether that's just, like, changing plans, um, not making any kind of plans, just not being, like, somebody I can, like, like taking initiative. depend on. And so I've kind of, in college, just, like, I mean, I'm not, I haven't gotten given up completely, but like, I'm just kind of like, okay, like, I just don't think I'm gonna find those people right now. Maybe it's just gonna be when I get married. I don't know, but the, a person that I can really like depend on um, for anything. I think that's like a num- number one quality, but I think that's just because that's, I value it so much because it's something that's like one of my strongest traits. And so when people don't reciprocate that, that's like an issue with me. Um, I could work on that, I guess. But uh, another, let's see, what else do I look for in a friend? Um, I mean, obviously, like, shared interests, which sounds stupid, but, like, I don't know, that's... But, like, sometimes, and I've had experience with this now, like, I've, like, been friends with people and then, like, realize, like, actually, like, we don't have anything in common. Like, we don't, you know, sometimes outside of, like, school and classes, you're like, do we have anything in common like do we like the same things um and yeah it sounds like a no-brainer but it actually if you think about it sometimes it's sometimes a little bit more difficult you're like oh wait a second i don't think not that you have to be the same person and like i know this is not like a big because like obviously you want to be friends like with people that aren't like you but also like I realized that I've been like gravitating towards people that like are like me. Even just Oh, I definitely do. Even even just like how I grew up, because like someone that I clicked with really fast, like in um college was someone who went to a private classical school and we just automatically had that bond and just I think just the way we thought because of how we've been trying to think <laughs> was like the same and it just like really helped like just like an easy relationship and I just like feel like we could think the same. Um 
When you just, share an experience. When you so. have a shared experience like that. And then, I mean, two of my best friends are because of soccer. I mean, that's the biggest share. That was like my whole life. So when you just have that already, then it, like, I think shared interest is like the top of like the thing. Because, and those are the relationships that I think, one, have lasted into like happened the most you know it was like, like naturally it was naturally yeah because yeah. one of my best like my best friend we like we joke about this a lot now and it's like funny we it took us a really long time to become friends like we wanted to be friends so bad that and it took us years it like it was so awkward at the beginning like it's like we knew that like we should be friends but we just like could never get there. And then once we did the same sport, we kind of like clicked. But like, I just remember we would, it was almost like we were forced to go to each other's houses because like, it's like we knew that we should be friends. And then we had like a common mentor. So that like helped a lot, but it just, I just like laugh about it. Cause that friendship took a really long time to develop. And if that had been like a friendship in college, it probably wouldn't have happened. But because it was like middle school to high school, it was able to work, but which is like why community is so hard at college because I either needed oh, to yeah. I either needed to click really fast and I just don't naturally click with anyone he, like at Lee or I mean some people I mean I'm not I have friends so I'm just like not like a ton or anything but in like high school and like middle school you can kind of develop a friendship a lot better well it takes time in college like it's not like I mean a lot of people do I guess meet like their best friends like freshman year or whatever but like it takes time to get past the like oh we all want friends so everybody just becomes friends at first because mm-hmm. everybody just wants a friend yeah but then you have to like move past that because you're gonna realize like some people like you shouldn't be friends with whatever and um, then by that time you're basically graduated <laughs> and you can't be friends with everyone so it's kind of like I remember freshman year I went in with the mindset like I don't really know anybody so I'm just gonna try to like do things with whoever, but then it's like, you can't be spread so thin that you never get deeper with anybody. And so I ended up leaving college with like a few deep relationships, which I think is more positive than just a bunch of people that are your friends, because how deep can the friendship really be? It's only four years and it's not even four full years because you've got summers and you get busy with school. And it's harder than high school because you don't see those people all day, every day. Yeah, and I think, like, a positive of – I'm still really close with a lot of my high school friends, and one of the reasons is time. We've been friends for now, goodness, over – I don't even know how many years, like 16, 17 years. And so you just have time, and so you can go months without talking, and then you can just catch right back up. And then also, I think for me, knowing someone's, like, family is really personal. Oh, I was going to say that. It was kind of the same with, like, someone – if I'm going to date them, mm-hmm. if I like their family, like if how they interact with their family mm-hmm. and if I like their family, like that is like a big factor. Yeah. So I think that that's another just like connecting point for friends that I grew up with. Um, but I'm trying to think of a quality that I would be like, this is such a good quality in a friend. I think I think what you said, Amory, like being dependable and also someone that we like equally take interest in like this sounds cliche but like care about what's going in each other like on in each other's lives because Mm. I just think that it's important to have someone that's gonna like ask questions and be really inquisitive that's something that I mean yes Micah is my husband now but 
we became friends first because he's really good at asking questions about me and my life. And that sounds selfish, but I, I want to be the same way to other people. I want to show genuine interest in what they're interested in and get to know them as a person. And hopefully that would be a quality of any friend that they would care about you and what's going on in your life. But I think someone that is able to ask good questions and doesn't stay surface level is really important for me. And so not every friendship can go that deep. Again, it just has to be a few people. And so that's why, you know, you can't be friends with everybody. But I think that the friendships that I do still have, especially from college, are people that really got to know me and I actually got to know them. And it just starts with being consistent and actually, you know, hanging out and spending time together and also being open and honest and vulnerable once you build that initial trust with that person. Well, I think that's what's, like, hard is if people not reciprocating. Like, if you, like, really care about them or, like, you just really, like, like being around them and want to be friends with them. And, like, not to say that they're just, like, oh, don't want to hang out with you. But when they just have other – not to say they can't have other friends, but they just have, like, other, like, relationships in their life. And um, even that goes to, like, people who – like, friends of mine that – because I've doubled this since high school, but, like, are dating, like, when they have other relationships that you're not a priority in their life, like, that gets to be difficult because, like, you're putting more into them. They're, like, giving back. And then I'm like, well, then what's the point? Right. Um, And there are times in friendships where it's, like, that friend needs somebody and they're not going to be able to give you as much and, like, vice versa. But as a Maybe in a different time of their – like, it it doesn't have to be equal, like, all the time. But, Mm -hmm. like, I've gone through – like, I just kind of realized, like, I've gone through phases where I've been, like, a good listener and, like, I definitely listen to a lot of people. But then I realized that another phase, I need someone to, like, ask me questions and ask about me. And I just, like, realized because at one point I was, like, I feel like I'm just listening to someone talk all the time and I'm not getting anything back. But then I, like, realized that it just doesn't happen at the same time because then you're in a different phase of life. So I think, like, recognizing that you're just – it's going to ebb and flow together. I'm a good friend and, like – you yourself also like should be able to like recognize that like know when like you need to be the one to maybe give a little more because like they're going through something and then you know on vice versa like you know yeah I think that something we've all now experienced to some extent is long distance like friendships where we no longer like live in the same hometown as some of our friends now because either y'all are in college or I've moved out of my hometown um and I think that that can be a challenge to keep up with friends when you don't live in the same place because it's a lot easier to you know stay friends and like be in someone's life when they live where you live but um I feel like as people start going to college and then especially post-grad it can be really challenging to keep up with people because it's you're also trying to make new friends in the place you are because you can't just have people that live far away. Yeah. yeah. You have to be very intentional about it. Because, um, like, I would say right now I have, like, three best friends. But only one of those I get to see on a regular basis, like, at our college with me. The other two are not. Um, but, like, and she's definitely going to be listening to this because she's our number one fan. But my best friend, Caroline, um, like, we know that we are both really bad texters. So, like, freshman year – because um, we were best friends um, in high school. I think we actually have gotten closer, though, out of college. My freshman year, like, we didn't really text or really communicate much at all. 
I mean, we would hang out when we were home, but we were just such bad texters. We just like didn't really keep up with each other a lot freshman year. And so we're old people. And sophomore year, we started Marco Poloing each other. Well, now we Marco Polo each other like every day. So we know like everything that is going on in each other's lives, which is crazy. Um, not to say you have to do something like that, because I'll use the third person, for example, my best friend who's um, in Colorado. I never get to talk to her ever. She's at the Air Force Academy, so that has something to do with it. But um, she's someone that, I mean, we've been friends since we were literal babies. So we can go a long while without really talking to each other and then just like pick up. But she's someone I feel totally like 100% comfortable around and like I can be myself. And she's seen me at my worst. Like she knows what I was like as a child and like, you know, middle school, high school, all that. Um, but yeah, I think it definitely, you have to be intentional about like trying to keep up with people I mean, from home yeah. or whatever that looks like. I just kind of been thinking about how we do live in a digital age, and so we can't, like, ignore that part of relationships because, I mean, that's how me and my best friend probably became best friends because, I mean, it's like you and Micah. I mean, y'all texted and FaceTimed. It wasn't like y'all got to hang out. Mm-hmm. Same with me and my best friend. Like, you know, when we were in, like, middle, we would just, like, text a lot just because, I mean, that's just what you did. You just, like, texted people. and I didn't. <laughs> Where some people would, like, sure. No, that, that is most people. I'm just, I hate No, texting, I'm just saying but. that that's, like, a part of a relationship that, like, me and her like our relationship we can't ignore because that's kind of where it started whereas like my other best friend she's terrible texter she's also very terrible at like well she used to she used to be really bad at like answering texts or like calls or anything but now she's like a big facetime person so i just know that like in order to keep in touch and stuff i mean we just facetime every i don't know once or twice a week whereas my other friend it's more of a text-based relationship but it's like you just have to know like you just have to know each other and you have to work with each other in that because because for me, I just need someone to communicate with me. I don't care if it's call, text. I'll do any of it. I just need someone to communicate with me. And so I have to, like, let that be known to people because that's how, like, I feel most valued as a person. So, I mean, I mean, you're yeah. totally different in that regard. So, yeah, you just got to find what works best for for you and just tell them like I mean I told my friend I was like you yeah all my friends like, know I'm a terrible texter so they don't take it personally <laughs> no and it's like but then I it sometimes it did bother me so I was like hey I need you to answer text because or at least like call or you me find or another something. way maybe they yeah maybe like you said they like facetiming more so then you're like okay knowing how they communicate best mm-hmm. I mean <laughs> again like you're in a marriage you just gotta know how they communicate best <laughs> um wow we're gonna be so prepared for marriage um, but kind of circling back to like qualities to look for in a friendship, um, something I have learned is this isn't like a quality, but like trust your gut when mm-hmm. it comes to like a person you should or shouldn't be friends with. Because I didn't really deal with this, with this in high school because I just always had friends. I didn't really have to work hard a relationship because I just was around the same people since I was like five years old. So they were just there. They were kind of stuck with me anyway. Um, but in college. Like, you know, you want a friend so bad, and especially when you're, you know, as lonely as I was (laughs) and didn't have, like, anybody. No, but I think that's a real thing. Like, you're like, okay, well, this person is willing to hang out with me. And if they show you any kind of kindness, which that's like saying, that's like a boy being like, oh, like, he texted. And I'm like, okay, the bare minimum he could absolutely do. Yeah. Like, doesn't mean we should marry him. Settle for less when you're, like, feeling lonely. Yeah, because you're, like, so desperate, which are, like, it's totally valid and like you know there's 
I mean, there's no beating around that bush. Like you're going to feel like crap and it's not a fun feeling, but like, don't sell yourself short and like sacrifice for a relationship. Um, I just, that's just something I wish I could have told. I'm speaking from experience. I'm not telling, I'm not telling you other people because I haven't gone through it because I have gone through it. And, um, I wish I could like go back and tell myself like, cause I'm usually pretty good at listening to my gut and like knowing right off the bat if, if another person and I are going to click I just can like read people really well yeah just don't 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 settle and trust your gut because some people might seem like nice at first like you might get along but if you have a gut feeling that maybe they're not a great person don't don't go for it because that's where you end up with a lot of hurt <laughs> yep yeah I mean we, we've all had like friend breakups in a sense I've never had one quite so dramatic as what I experienced last semester, but you know, you live and you learn. <laughs> Sorry, Mike is at Target and I'm he's getting me something. That's <laughs> no, okay. Oh, friendships are hard. That's that's the bottom line. I don't know what we're talking about. Well, um, I was gonna say I think that like we've talked about friendships growing up and friendships after like when you're in college or even after you've graduated are a lot harder because you're busier and you also you don't just see them every day now yeah yeah and I think that there's this misconception that when you go to college you're gonna make all your best friends and that you just ditch all your other friends and find a friend group yeah you find a friend group like that's a big that's a big struggle and if you don't like we talked about this in our college episode but like if you don't right away that's totally normal or if you don't at all and if you never do, because it's just four years and now I'm in the stage where I'm making new friends, but I'm not in college. I am post-grad. And so I have a job and most of the people that I'm meeting also work and you kind of are only free at nights and on the weekends and you just have to make time for those relationships even more so because it also being married would be really easy to just kind of you know, oh, well, I've got my husband and that's who I do things with. But it's really important to still, for me, to have just like girlfriends. Um, and then it's also important for us to have couple friends and people that we hang out with outside of just the two of us because it's fun and it's a lot of, it's really neat to get to know other people. And um, especially when you're in a new city and you don't have family here, those people can become your family. You just have to invite them into your life. And um, like we were talking about the qualities of the other friendships, um, also still looking for people that are dependable and trustworthy and have the same values as you. I think that one piece of advice in any stage of life you're in is it's okay if you're the one that's making the first move as far as inviting someone to go on a walk or being the one to invite them over for dinner because everyone wants to be asked and just doing that one thing doesn't mean you're committing to being their best friend you're just being kind and reaching out and showing someone some they're not too cool for kindness yeah and if and if they if it doesn't work out then it doesn't work out and then if it does great you'll see that they'll want to return the favor yeah I I used to be so blind to that because I was like oh I'm just I'm just an initiation person like that's just my personality that's who I am but I just kind of realized that if it's not reciprocated at all, then 
it's just not as great. Of, it's just not, it's not going to be a great friendship. Yeah, you can't be pulling all the weight because then it's just you that's putting effort into the friendship and that doesn't work with any relationship. Yeah. There's effort needed on both sides. So don't listen to that lie that is, oh, it's just your personality. Cause I just like, I feel like, I don't know if I would get told that or if I would just tell myself that I was just like, oh, it's just who I am. It's, it's okay. They're just not like that. But if it's they really care about you and it's a great friendship, then they will be like that. Yeah, and they'll want to spend time yeah. with you. So they will be like, hey, I really miss you. And checking in and being the one. You don't always have to be the one to reach out. But like I was saying, if you're the one initially reaching out, there's nothing wrong with that. Yes, yes. Yeah, that. Ugh, I, I'm not like Evelyn. I was like, I'm not the one to reach out because I'm not, I'm not thinking I'm like, so cool that people need to reach out to me but i was like i didn't want to bother people i would just get bored i felt that way well see i can very easily like entertain myself but even if i would like in my room my dorm room whatever like super lonely i'm st- still was not gonna say anything so i'm like well nobody wants to hang out with me like they wanted to they would have like asked or you know they don't people don't like to be around me and you start to like go down that road and even recently after we left like induction um, I kind of like had a fire lit under me. I was like, okay, like I'm going to be like, I now know what I want my community to look like. And I'm going to be super intentional about relationships. I deleted Instagram, um, which I mean, that was still a good thing to do, but I was just very gung ho about like, okay, I'm gonna, you know, reach out to people, you know, even though that's not in my nature to reach out to people, they don't want to hang out with me. That's fine. But I'm always going to try. Um, and a few weeks of that, and I got a little disappointed because it kind of got me nowhere. I just failed plans and people not reciprocating, me trying to reach out to them, do whatever. But then, I mean, it just it ebbs and flows because then the other day, I literally, somebody for a change asked me if, like, hey, like, like, like getting to hang out with you and meet you, which goes to say, you can be a junior and you still meet new people. It doesn't matter. Um, and it's like, you know, you want to go get coffee, whatever. And I'm like, oh, that feels really nice to like <laughs> yeah. have someone reach out to me, um, which makes me now be like, okay, I do need to reach out to other people because I know how that feels and it feels really nice. And maybe they don't care because maybe they don't want to be around me and that's fine. But maybe on the off chance, if they do, they'll feel so amazing. <laughs> so this is your sign to go send a random text to check in yes. on that person that you've been thinking go about. Go invite someone and, you know. It, it could be me. If you want to invite me, I'm shameless plug. Invite me out somewhere. Just check. I got a text from someone. I mean, not even that close to them. But they were just like, I don't know. They were just checking in making sure I was doing good. And I was like, it literally made my entire week. Like, I couldn't stop talking about it. <laughs> it feels really good. Um, it starts to feel not so good when, like, things aren't reciprocated. But, yeah, initially, it does feel really good. Yeah. Well, that was such a positive note, I think, to end on something happy about relationships because they're not always sunshine and rainbows, butterflies. Um, yeah. Anybody have any last words before we uh, we end her off? Well, like we said, this is a two-part little series, so definitely stay tuned. We are not done talking about relationships. It is still going to be February by the time the next episode comes out, so we're still in the relationship love theme um you know all the different types of love we got brotherly love we got romantic love so that's what you can have to look forward to in our next episode with a special guest stay tuned for that guest we're super excited about that um and yeah thanks for listening in to the podcast today and we'll catch you guys next time um remember to oh yeah 
rate us in a rating and review rating and review ratings on spotify and apple and review also on apple podcast and share us share us on instagram tag us on instagram follow us on instagram tag us when you're listening to the podcast oh yeah put it on your story and tag us um we'll repost you on our story now share with all your friends yeah if you're like oh i also have a friend you send that you send this podcast episode (laughs) to them and be like i was thinking of you that's a great segue. And then you'll hang out and then it'll be great. And then you'll talk yes, about our you'll podcast. Make, you'll make friends from We're this, giving you basically. a starter conversation yes. right here. Yes. She's like, this is just so good. <laughs> Shameless self-plug. Okay. All right. Yeah. This is your sign. Go do it right now. Give those five-star reviews. I believe in you. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.